The mission at Bank Street College is to improve the education of children and their teachers by applying to the education process all available knowledge about learning and growth and by connecting teaching and learning meaningfully to the outside world. In so doing, we seek to strengthen not only individuals, but the community as well, including family, school, and the, the larger society in which adults and children and all their diversity interact and learn. We, we see, see in education, education the opportunity to build a better society. That is the mission, and this is Bank Street Connects. In this new series, we'll examine how that mission for the school and Lucy Sprague Mitchell's seven-point credo come to life for different members of our world. We'll talk to students, alumni, parents, teachers, and administrators, and some folks who are in several of those circles at once. So, let's connect. Hi everyone, welcome back to Bank Street Connects. I am your host, JB, you know, Tula and Theo's dad. Uh, we've been talking about community, and how we're all reconnecting after we had to go away for a little bit. And it's great to see the Bank Street community having these conversations. Today, we have a great conversation coming up with an incredible team. Let's meet them. Here we go. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself to the audience and letting them know uh, who you are and what you do? I'm Elizabeth Jarvis, and I work in the lower school on the second and third floors with all of the children and teachers and parents. And I am on the DEI leadership team. Here at Bank Street. Thank you, Elizabeth. Hi, I'm Nikki Singh. I work upstairs on the seventh floor with the 11s, 12s. I'm also a DEI leader for that floor. Also the mom of a graduate who's now in 11th grade and a seventh grader. All right, thank you so much. I'm Shaylor Clark. I'm an alum of the graduate school. Um, I am the head teacher of the nines, tens in the middle school. I'm a DEI team leader for the middle school, and I am a parent of a child in the family center. We have the DEI team. Uh, one could not make it today, uh, but otherwise, this is the team. And family then, and alumni, and uh, children. So we've got a lot covered today, which is great. Um, we hear the school mission. We've heard it. We've seen it. We've read it. I'd like to jump into this part of the conversation, because as we reconnect uh, the mission... Are we back on track? Are we with the mission? Elizabeth, what part of the mission resonates with you? What really jumps out? I think the first thing that came to my mind was um, knowledge about learning and growth, connecting teaching and learning meaningfully to the outside world. Because one of the things that we're grappling with right now in the lower schools, we're thinking about children's play. We're thinking always about what is best practices for children, what are good practices for children, what are right practices. And we're always thinking about what happens for them, how they bring the world into the school, but also who they are when they get to be out in the world, mm -hmm. right? And what I think is extraordinary is kids continue to be Bank Street people as they develop into young adults, adults, so forth. And I can see that in everything we do. Right now in the lower school, we're grappling with children's play around gun violence and mm. about around, um, well, it's not violence, right? For them, it's more about play. Mm -hmm. They're bringing their thinking about play. And it's a hard topic, and we are grappling with it as the adults. How do you incorporate children's play? How do you let, because it's, for them, it's not about 
being angry, we might think that that's what happens for them, but it's about what am I learning? What am I hearing? And, and what am I watching on television? What do I hear from my grownups? When I come to school, what is it that I'm thinking about? And you can shut it down. And what we find is that you shut it down and they just, the gun becomes, um, oh, it's a lightsaber. Oh, mm -hmm. no, no, it's, um, mm -hmm. it, it shoots some um, jelly beans. Yeah, yeah, that's all the... So they're still working out power mm -hmm. and powerlessness, mm -hmm. and we're trying to figure it out. Uh, that's great, and it, what, an incredible example, a deep example of big, big topics being handled by small people. That's, uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, Nikki? I'll stick with the big topics, but without stuff. Um, you know, we're j I'm literally just walking into the building from a field trip to uh, the Zen Buddhist temple. And we study belief systems um, in uh, the 11s, 12s. So part of what we're asking kids when we go out and visit is to leave themselves behind and to be just be open to other ways of thinking. You know, we're not trying to, we're not going to places of worship to worship, but to observe and to see and to connect to what we've been learning, right? So in a way, they're, they need to, um, you know, we, we practiced a few moments of meditation and it doesn't mean that you need to become a meditator, but mm -hmm. it means that you're, you know, you're not just observing, but being able to feel and experience through your five senses what it feels like to be in, you know, in such um, a, a, a place like, you know, like a, a temple. You know, we, we go to churches as well and we go mm -hmm. to synagogues. So it's, um, you know, it's sort of a more cerebral experience for right. them, but an experience nonetheless. And I think of the pandemic where a lot of these trips were closed to us. Um, and then we really made use of our community because we had, you know, panel discussions on yeah. online and, you know, and we had people, you know, we asked people to sort of, you know, show us objects. So we sort of managed, but it's so lovely to be outside again. Yeah. Um, and even just the train journey, you know, when we go to Flushing, where many of them have never taken the train all the way out there, but to experience like what it feels like for many New Yorkers to make that commute every day is, you know, is, um, you know, something that we want the kids to experience and to feel. And I have to say, it's really, really fun. That's, it's, and that's great. It's an education that is fun and connected to the outside world is a great part of the mission. That's phenomenal. Shelly? Um, I think for me, the part of the mission that stands out the most is understanding education as a process. Mm. Um, and coming here as a graduate student, I had to understand as a learner, like it was a process for me to um, sort of assimilate and adapt to progressive education. And I think Bank Street is the place that really helped shape that for me because they were patient with me d through my process. Um, and I think the pandemic also showed like, we continue to change and grow and it's all a process. Like who thought we were gonna drop everything in the classroom and like turn my living room into a classroom? Mm -hmm. That was a process. Yeah. Um, and our mission like knows that. They know that teachers and students need to be connected in, in learning as a process. Um, so that's what really stands out for me. Uh, that's great. And you also bring up something that we've been following up with, I'd like to stay with you then on. Uh, so there's the mission and we understand the educational part of it, but then by, involving yourself in that education every day, it's going to have some effect, I would imagine. It's not compartmentalized, just 112th Street. Um, so what is, uh, has there been experiences, been something you're like, and you talked about that actually within your experience itself, that there was a process to that. Has there been something outside of the educational experience specifically that you've been like, oh, this is a Bank Street thing. Like, I'm going to look at this through a Bank Street lens. Um, I, raising my 
my daughter, um, <laughs> who will be two on Saturday. Um, oh, happy birthday. <laughs> um, that process um, has been really influenced by the work that I do here at Bing Street and okay. by all the aunties and uncles and um, cousins that she has acquired here at Bing Street. Um, so raising a child, Bing Street has been like a heavy hand in that, mm-hmm. um, which is why I chose for her to be in the family center. Um, so that has been my outside. I can't leave what I do here in the building because I also need to be doing it at home wow. for my own little human. So you are immersed in it. Every day. <laughs> for a little human. Uh, <laughs> and Nikki? So, you know, I um, grew up in India. I have a, a very solid identity as, you know, an Indian person. I, you know, I sometimes say I turned into a person of color when I came to Bank Street um, because, you know, this is where I became involved in um, being an educator of color. And I'm, you know, and my my children have a very different experience. So my, my younger kid is, um, you know, is, is a half and half, I guess, or third and a third, she says, half American, half Indian, half French. Um, and, you know, and, and she talks, you know, so often about how, um, you know, about the experience of being these three and, you know, whether, you know, sometimes she doesn't fit into either place and she fits into, you know, every place. And, you know, and she says it's so much fun, you know, being at Bank Street, you know, because I get to be the Jewish kid with the Jewish kids. I get to be the Indian kid. I get to be, I don't get to be the French kid so much, but I get to be the white kid. There aren't so many French kids here. And, you know, and so this, you know, this sort of, you know, mishmash that she's able to experience is, you know, is a lovely thing that she probably would experience in, you know, some other places probably not as much as you know she's experiencing in that particular cohort that she's lucked into at uh, bank street oh that's great and it obviously uh immersed in it as well and then uh, elizabeth for you i think i have to think about what outside Mm. happens inside um i guess you know all right. If we're talking about children, my my son came to Bank Street in eight nines and nine tens only. Um, but what I find interesting, he's now fifteen. He's in high school. He's a, a freshman in high school. He is still really connected to the people who were his pals here, mm. his friends here, and I think his way of being is also part of what he developed when he was such a young kid mm-hmm. and he's brought that to high school, right? He's brought that to conversations in classrooms. It's interesting to hear teachers talk about him specifically. And yes, I think it's because of how I brought him up, but I think it's also what he learned in our classrooms here at Bank Street. I do think that he is a Bank Street kid at his core mm-hmm. and People notice that. They notice that he is a person who understands fairness, who understands many points of view, who is able to say, you know what, I'm sorry. I didn't really mean that in that way. Mm -hmm. Let me try this again. And it's, I think, for a teenager, that's hard to come by sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he's, I think, um, gotten that from his family, but also from his experiences as a as a bank street kid. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that sounds formative and important then for that trajectory that he's on. Uh, Nikki, I'm going to go to you uh, next for. Uh, other than the mission statement, we have the credo uh, from Lucy Sprague Mitchell herself. Uh, it has seven elements. We've been trying to highlight various parts of that through experiences and resonance. 
So what of those seven uh, resonates for you or speaks to you? You know, right now, working with 11s, 12s, um, and, you know, just being in the world that we're in, this idea of gentleness combined with justice and passing judgments on other human beings, um, you know, we're, you know, kids, we're, we're at the stage where, you know, we keep talking about we um, in the 11s, 12s, and actually in all through the upper school, maybe all through schooling, about sort of trying to get the kids to think abstractly. You know, we want to think in black and white, and we, you know, and to ask them to explore the gray area you know they want to say well you know every republican is a bad guy as soon as they learn anything about them or you know and and to allow them to see nuances in uh, human beings and and in themselves um as well you know to really sort of you know i think that that word gentleness i really love it because you know it's it's easy for us to say well i know better and they're being you know sexist or racist or but but in but rather than that to really try to understand is you know is something that um i really try to you know think about with the kids and our you know and the curriculum that we have just like opens it up every day and the world outside you know creates that as well so i'm gonna say you know that's there you know i could talk about all of them but that's the one that sticks out yeah um i think for me I have a favorite. I, I love the credo, live by it. Um, and I, I do have a favorite. Flexibility when confronted with change and ability to relinquish patterns that no longer fit the present. Um, I think I've been living by that one since I got to Bank Street. Um, and it's been a part of my process. I That one connects for me deeply in the way that um, I've been able to help kids make change at Bank Street. So changes from holidays about Columbus Day to Indigenous People Day changes with curriculum um, and really thinking about does this like is this unit fit in the present? Is it fitting what kids need right now? Um, and also doing that with uh, the courage to work unafraid, right? Like as a black woman coming into an independent school space I, in any independent school space, right? It's going to I have to have the courage to be unafraid. Um, and I think Bank Street has both boosted that um, courage. So. Thanks, Lucy, 120 years later. Um, hey, gratitude's gratitude. Uh, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing both those elements. Uh, Elizabeth, we go back to you now with your, uh, which aspect of the credo really speaks to you? Oh, so much of it. But I, I think I'm going to think specifically about the littlest ones in our in our school, right? A zest for living that comes from taking in the world with all five senses. Yeah. I think it's extraordinary to be in our lower school classrooms and see where it begins, right? That joy and openness, and it's infectious, right? To to watch a teacher working with a child or a group of children on their, their everyday lives, looking at nature and taking a, a neighborhood walk. And it's fascinating to see how much science and math and literacy comes into just taking a walk down the street, looking at what they encounter. I think what I'm thinking about, right, is the way that teachers at Bank Street, when I think specifically about the lower school, uh -huh. not kind of in this philosophical way, but in the way that a child can bring in leaves and leaves become 
everything in a study because it's the curiosity that one child brings to that, right? And then five children come to examine them and then 10 children come to examine and they start to bring. And it's really, it's amazing to then see math happen there at three, they're starting one-to-one correspondence. And then to see science happen, they start to ask questions about, oh, why is this leaf turning this color? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you notice it's getting crumbly? And it's all from their thinking. And then geometry happens. And it's really, it's fascinating because then teachers will bring in books and they'll say, oh, well, look, look at how this leaf is like the one that you brought in. What's different about it? And all of that kind of thinking is like the beginning of what happens as they get older and older and older and more work comes into their their everyday school lives. Sure. But the beginning, that seed started when they were three. Yeah. And it's exciting to that see exciting. that. Oh, three and earlier in the three family center. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. watching it. Yeah. And it's, and it's I think the the fact that it's off of all senses. That there's yes. no, you don't have to assign. Now we're going to assign this work. Sit down. Here's a leaf. Draw the leaf. Right. Sit down. Here's the colors. It's the experience of that, and it's led by that. So um, uh, thank you so much for sharing those things. I love to do a little thing at the end because uh, I like lists. Um, we rank things, which is, I guess it's Bank Street at a certain level. Um, but uh, there's no judgment in it. Here's the thing. Uh, iconic Bank Street things. It, uh, iconic Bank Street things can mean anything to you. It can be the experience. It can be the building. It can be the scaffolding, which is now iconic from the last couple of years. Uh, big Rock, the tree in the lobby, uh, the gym, the roof deck, anything. Whatever it may be, the, the, the teachers, the experience, the deck. What I would love you to do is think about that for a moment. All right, that's the moment. And now when I come to you, uh, if you could give me three, but do me a favor and make it dramatic and go from three up to one. So uh, are you ready? Can you give me three? I got you. All right, let's go. Um, I would say Big Rock. Is number three. Number three. All right. And why is that? What's because that? you got to go to Big Rock. All right, love it. Right? Um, but then I would say number two uh-huh. would be the lobby. Just the overall lobby. Because you have to stay in the lobby before you go to Big Rock. Um <laughs> And then I would say the top number one is that tree that we gather around um, in the lobby as we head to Big Rock. Um, We love nature around here. We love trees. We love rocks. Um, Sometimes those rocks and trees come back into the classroom. But I would definitely say the tree is number one for me from the cafeteria to the lobby. That's right. It spans. (laughs) growth right there in the center. Elizabeth, are you ready? Yeah, I I, okay. I have to go. So I think Thank you. also, well, no. Okay, connections. Three is connections. Three is connections. Okay. The connections that adults make with one another, that children make with each other, and adults and children make. Totally. Right. Two is Big Rock. Love it. I love that when they're five, they go to Big Rock and it's like, wow what a huge rock and then when Mm. they're 14 and they come back to visit they say this is a big rock this is what we call big rock and one um is graduation 
what Ooh, kids consensus do. good answer <laughs> it's real it's bent it's Stop. like to see them at four and then see them graduate no wonder we're all weeping at the end right it's amazing that's all right all right we're uh, wrapping it up nikki that's that was right. a pretty good list all right number three is revel my friends um or, yes, you know, tradition, song, everybody knows it. Um, number two is The Furniture Project in Shop. There are probably other projects, but I love The Furniture Project, which is in seventh grade. And number one is a small one, but it's so, but it's in every classroom. It's the meeting area and all the little, you know, the, we, we have Obama the Lama as our talking piece. There's a Fufi, <laughs> but like those meeting areas and the so many moments. That's for me, number one. Oh. I mean, that's, yeah, those are iconic. Thank you. See, that's that's how you say it. Those are nine iconic things in different ways. I want to thank well, you. I don't know. Big Rock counts for like four, but it, it, well, I didn't yeah. say it. But, I... but no, but what, here's what I love about Big Rock is that there's actually the stories around Big Rock is that you go to Big Rock when you go. So Shellers was an entire project. Like it's the whole mission. It's a mission to Big Rock. It's not a walk. Uh, and then there's the return to Big Rock, which is emotionally changing for children as they get back there. Like, this is not a Big Rock. Uh, I'm glad the scaffolding didn't make the list. It was just a joke for me. That's awesome. Uh, and I want to thank you all so much for everything that you do, first and foremost, and the incredible work you do, but also for being with us here today. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.